Hi, Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone here. When will you understand that I am a person and not a thing? Look it up. Do something else. Do my eyebrows. Better to say, am I being true to myself? And is this what I want to say? And have I expressed myself the way I want to express myself? I mean, that's what it's all about. Hey everyone, this is Michael Politakis and you're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast. Oh, you say that so well, Michael. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Stefan. Welcome to another episode of MLVC. As you heard today, we have a guest host on the show, Michael Politakis. He's coming all the way from London for this. So thanks for joining us across the pond, Michael. Uh, thanks thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> are, we, are we keeping you up late or you've just come back from the pub? No, I've just come back from the gym. It's, what is it? It's 8.40 p.m. So we're, we're, still, we're still relatively early. The days are starting to get quite, uh, quite short. Like it's getting darker soon. Like about a month ago, it was still like sunlight. So uh, it's, it's mm. swinging into some fall weather now. It's, uh, well, glad that you're, you know. Staying fit, staying healthy. I uh, thank you for wearing the little muscle shirt I see you wearing. <laughs> Not a problem. Only for you. Only for you, Stefan. I'm actually expected. I'm surprised you're dressed at all for this. Your Instagram. <laughs> your Instagram usually for a fashion designer. You actually wear little clothing on your Instagram. So <laughs> no complaints. You know, no complaints. Some kind of statement. I, I am as a Madonna <laughs> fan. You know, like I mean, <laughs> I'd be remiss um, to do anything else. Well, so speaking of the dark, I actually think that, you know, sort of alludes to Madame X and the Madame X world, a very dark and mysterious uh-huh. world and whatnot. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to, I know this isn't a technical This Week in Chaconi, but I kind of wanted to do a little This Week in Chaconi just because there's um, something brewing in the, in the Madonnaverse. Can you give me a little British This Week in Chaconi? Chikone. See, I get what I want. Yeah, so with Madonna this week, I mean, it's actually fortuitous that you and I, we were going to record earlier in the week and we, our scheduling got a little, a little crazy and we had to push it, which is actually good because uh, between now and then, uh, Madame X contest has popped up on Madonna's Facebook page. Uh, apparently uh, they're inviting Fans to the premiere that's happening in New York City on Thursday of this week, which is tomorrow or whenever yeah. in the past, whenever you're listening to this episode, um, you had to post your best Madame X, uh, you know, secret agent photo. As of air, as of recording time, I do not have a message from Madonna's team. So either I am either I am not going to the Madame X premiere tomorrow <laughs> or they haven't sent their emails yet. So who knows? I, I don't you know, know. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I mean, you know, I, you guys at least saw the show. I, I um, didn't manage to get to see it when it came to London. I was a bit gutted, but... Why was that again? Why didn't you get to go? Um, I, I just moved. I literally just moved as soon as it came into town and 400 pounds for a ticket. I mean... Could have I? Could I afford it? Was it worth it? And then she was cancelling every other show. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know what? I'll wait for the DVD. Infinite Little did you know. Words. Yeah, here we still are. <laughs> Pandemic, <laughs> and two years later, and uh, we're talking about the premiere in the, from a month away still. So yeah, so I'm, I know it's again. Everyone listening just goes to show you can have a a three season Madonna podcast and still not get invites to. Parties at the Boom Boom Room or tour film premieres in New York City. It's just, you know. That Boom Boom Room looks so good. I was so envious of all the 
people that were there. Some of them didn't even like weren't even fans. And it's like, are you kidding? I know. I don't quite know how people get into those events when they're not fans. They must know people and yeah. they just want to be part of the excitement. Totally, totally, absolutely. I think it's a, it's all an industry kind of thing. Half of them probably wouldn't even couldn't even name a Manamex song. Yeah. Well, so now let's talk about Manamex just for a second, since the premiere is, is imminently upon us. Mm. Um, you are a huge stan of the Manamex era. Yes. 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 One of the very few <laughs> jokes. Well, I was, that's why I'm bringing it up because there's a lot of people who actually. They they just want this era to be over and done with. They want they want new. They want fresh. They're tired of talking about Madame X. What are your thoughts on that? I I mean, listen. I um I agree. I it's been two years. I think a Madonna era that's kind of been drawn on for this long that was so front loaded is is you know it's like okay cool let's let's see something a little bit and it feels like she's moved on as well like her Instagram feed what she's been giving us the kind of the content her looks you know, they're very much evolved now from. From that era, but I love that era. I mean, from start to finish, it was just incredible as a as a package. You know, everything from the music. Um, it's pr- very prolific given what we've been going through for the last almost two years now. And then you look at all the videos and the content. I mean, not not since even before Confessions, not since I think maybe even Ray of Light, did we get something from start to finish where she was absolutely committed to mm-hmm. serving us a look, a sound. Um, an era that even the tour, I mean, I've not seen it yet, but you know, that is something that is completely new and different for her. And I mean, the fact that she's, you know, she was 60 when the album kind of ish, when the album was released and she's still giving us something fresh and something different, mm-hmm. I think is so applaudable. And that's why, I mean, you know, you get, I get so frustrated at the fans that kind of want another confessions era because, you know, if you followed her for the last 30, 40 years, you'd know that she's never going to give you that again. She's always going to make you beg the question. Always, if you're going to tell her that you can't do it, she's going to be saying, well, F you, I'm going to do it anyway. And um, <laughs> right. I mean, that's just, that's in her nature. So I think I love that era because I think it was a big, big um, step forward again after some, some eras that, you know, kind of weren't as uh, creative and uh, as a little bit hit and miss in, in, in the terms of quality. So, yeah. I had read that, or Rihanna just, uh, was interviewed because she has her new Fenty fashion show coming up. Mm-hmm. And apparently Lourdes is one of the models in that fashion show. It's a pre-recorded fashion show video. And have you seen, have you seen the picture of Lourdes in the show? Yes. She yes, looks it's beautiful. She, she looks great. Fun. Yeah. It's amazing. Kind of the crazy. She's got a Fenty. She's got that kind of that, that, that aesthetic for Fenty kind of an, a very beautiful, haunting, interesting kind of look to her with this, voluptuous beautiful body and i i applaud rihanna for her team for like using words i think it was i think it's a great move yeah and i think choice of von's one of the models in that show and there's like a whole bunch oh, of cool. okay. like a whole bunch of like soup like celebrities that she's using not just like regular models which is which is nice um but apparently when she was at the press conference about the fenty fashion show or whatnot she had said that she's working on new music and that it's nothing like you've ever heard her do before. It's going to be a complete surprise. Um, and somebody had tweeted about it online and said, oh, so she's basically entering her Madame X phase. Yeah. And I thought, exactly. You know, like now that Madame X is out there and it's experimental and everyone, you know, like Madonna, has, she set the bar. She set the bar. It's experimental world music. I, I want more of it. I, I, I'm going to be so unpopular to say that. I was thinking the other day, I'd love a Madame X volume two where it takes on 
from where like you know we've spoken before about you know my love for like those bonus tracks that kind of that Chow Bella house experimental vibe and just kind of takes it even further that I think that'd be so cool get us on the dance floor but get us like doing some weird stuff again I, I love yeah that. I'm more than support her taking like picking up where she left off left off with Chow Bella and going mm. in that direction because I thought Chow Bella was such a a fun interesting song and yeah. we need that on streaming too by the way like we do <laughs> I, I need it i need it on my gym playlist it's just i know that i have it on my phone but it's like it's easier when i'm on add mode and i'm just yeah. skipping around and i just want to like i want that now i want yeah. that now exactly exactly going onto youtube is a pain in the ass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> okay so actually since you're um uh, a fashion designer in the uk and uh you and i have had uh We've been having a bit of a chat slash heated debate about Madonna's appearance at the this year's VMAs. Um, that sort of prompted yes. an idea that I had to sort of talk about Madonna's fashion. So to let everyone in on our conversation slash debate, you really loved Madonna's look at the yeah. VMAs. Yes. Uh, I was not a, as big a fan of the outfit she wore on the show, but I was mm -hmm. gagging over the after party outfit. So mm -hmm. um, I just thought that, that sort of that jumping off point would be a good conversation starter to have a, for us about fashion. Mm -hmm. um, so lem let's talk a little bit about the VMAs. Why did you love that outfit so much? I mean, <clears throat> I think it's probably less about the outfit because I think we've seen her do something quite similar before. It was by no means for her groundbreaking um ass ass titties titties like it, it she looked incredible um <laughs> <laughs> she looked incredible i just love that you know at no one of her age no one of her peers that have come before her have been will ever be brave enough to make that kind of a statement i think and and it's again like i kind of touched upon before her kind of making her own rules and mm -hmm. and that that was i think you know incredible to kind of come out and look like that um she was cinched for the gods she was absolutely cinched she looked incredible she was all of it. She was all of it. Um, so I, I just loved the, I think the bravery of that look, I think it was incredibly Madonna. It was very on brand. I, I agree yeah. with you though. I think the after party look was the better look that head, the, the, the wrap around, you know, her face and, you know, the simplicity of the, the leotard. I just think it was, I just thought that was beautiful. That was almost like a playboy bunny kind of nod, but yeah, sinister. I think and that's very mad. MX, isn't it? You take something that's incredibly feminine and then she would turn it around and make it almost subversive. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I, the little apron thing, you know, give or take, you know, I, I just love that Madonna's exploring latex in her, in her, in her, in her <laughs> yeah. you know, like the lingerie, the latex. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that Madonna's outfit on the show, the actual broadcast itself, I think that was more about the tits and the ass. I don't think yeah. that that was about like, look at what I'm wearing. I think it was look no. at what I'm not wearing. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, that, I that think, turnaround is iconic. It's going to go down. I yeah, think, I mean, come on. That's just like, about. I love that. Again, uh, we, we were talking about this the other, just last week, you know, 40 seconds on stage and she's one of the most talked about moments from that show, which is like, good for her. Absolutely, absolutely. She didn't fall off stage this time, thank God. Oh, stop it. Uh, so general question, general fashion question. What do you think about Madonna's general style these days? I think it's, I mean, I think it's fantastic. I think she's finally given up the idea that an artist needs to be intriguing. And I think that's probably what she was fighting for. I think on social media for the last five, 10 years, which is why I don't see she really kind of played ball with it. 
And mm. in the last year, since we got Pink Donna, which is almost a year ago now, um, I can't oh, I, it's, how fast let's, let's just appreciate Pink Humble Donna time. again for a second. Come oh, on, that's... those those simple little goth matrix outfits were just exquisite. Like you know, she didn't she was doing the least and giving us the most. I think, which is what mm-hmm. I loved about the hair, the the you know that black kind of top with the car, that kind of little car photo shoot that she did. I think at one point was really really cool. And I have um, that on a t-shirt. I, I love oh, that. Really? I love that shot so much. I have it on a t-shirt. I mean, it's 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 that's kind of album cover material. Like you know, I think it's really really sleek. It's it's fantastic. It was it's very clever, and I think she's kind of finally kind of um, gotten on board with the idea that she has to play ball now with social media, and she has to now use it as a talking point between eras to kind of stay um, on people's mouths. And I think what she's wearing now, I think is. I think a lot better. I mean, you look. I was looking at her um, Instagram feed the other day. Her feed, um, Madonna outfits, that incredible like uh, Instagram page, which oh, I it's love. So, it's amazing. It's it's such a great archive, and you know, you go on there and you look at. She's actually wearing a a large, large kind of spectrum of young and up and coming designers too. It's not just your Gucci's and your Prada's and your the old school um, stuff that she's been supporting for years and years. No, it's, it, there is so much in there that is quite you know, I, designers that I know that you know, it's kind of more of a fashions, fashions kind of. Um, brand and I love that she kind of whoever's styling her and working with her is doing an excellent job um, of kind of getting her into some very 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 cool stuff especially in the last so six you months. so you think her her styling team is doing good I think they're doing excellently I don't think I, I just think they're doing a fantastic job I mean well because I like again if you looked be, online after the VMAs people were saying her team needs to be fired immediately yeah but you know like they're 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 idiots. I don't know. I just, I just, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I find the, I think, you know, she's kind of the artist now. It's like, you know, you've got, who needs fans when, who needs enemies when you've got fans like hers? It's just uh-huh. come to the point now where you're going to have so many people who have such a nostalgic kind of attachment to her and can't really shake the idea of her being um, a current artist who's making a current statement. I mean, how many times have we now starting to hear hard candy and people starting to appreciate it? And look at you look at American Life, mm-hmm. you look at some of her like Rebel Heart, you know, I mean, at the time they were hated on and now all of a sudden everyone's loving it again. Oh my God, her look through the Super Bowl was exquisite. But at the time people were criticizing that, saying that it was a knockoff of Kylie Minogue's Aphrodite tour and you know, mm-hmm. they she'd never do anything right. And then all of a sudden, five years later, people's brain switches back into, they, they kind of remove from the context of that specific moment and they see it for what it is. And they're like, Oh, actually that was actually really fucking great. That was really, really awesome. I love that. Yeah. I um, mean, look, that that's happened to me. You know, like I remember when she, the whole erotica era was very unsettling for me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was witnessing it live, you know, every time she'd come out with a video or a fashion shoot. And I specifically remember that when she did the Vogue photo shoot where she's wearing all the seventies outfits, it was basically done the same time that she recorded the deeper and deeper video. And she had shaved off, shaved off her eyebrows and, or just like the entrance to her, the, the sex premiere, the sex book premiere party when she dressed as like Heidi Uh on acid. And now, I mean, I look back on it now and think, oh my God, that is so brilliant and ballsy and wonderful. Yeah. But when it happened, I yeah. I thought we had lost Madonna. Yeah, totally. I thought because that Penny had to be gone. Like she was crazy. Yes. I felt like, you know, I had sort of fell so hard in love with the Madonna Vogue persona. Of course. And then between Justify My Love and Erotica, the single album era mm-hmm. introduction 
mm-hmm. I sort of felt like, oh my God, Madonna's gone off the rails. I've, yeah. Like, what, what has happened to the brilliant artist that was just on stage at the VMAs, you know, with a, a fan in, you know, Victorian couture. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, where has she gone? Like, yeah. I just thought some, I'm like, I, I was saying, this is the end. She's, you know, like, I mean, she must be on drugs. You know? Yeah, of <laughs> you course, know? everyone was. Yeah, little do we know, she's one of the most, like, you know, regimented people that's out yeah. there. It's crazy. But I can, so I can understand where sometimes things that she does, things that she wears, things, you know, maybe statements that she's making, they will come out and people are stuck on loving the, maybe the last thing she did or mm-hmm. from two time, you know, two years ago or whatnot. Yeah. And that's the yeah. Madonna they're loving. Yeah. And then she, she goes left when they think she's going to go right. And yeah. they're upset about it. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. Listen, I do too. There was, there are some moments, you know, that I'll look back on and think, Oh, I didn't really like that, but I like it now. And I think that is the beauty of Madonna. I think a lot of what she does music wise is quite timeless. What she does fashion wise, however, is incredibly, um, it's, it's, it's very much a statement. She's always kind of pushing the boundaries, but, um, you know, I think she's very much in control of what she does. It's very much on her own terms now. And I think, it's really refreshing to see a certain kind of confidence and a glint back in her eye mm-hmm. where I feel like we lost it a little bit through like the last decade or so. Not totally there were moments where it kind of, you know, she was very much at her best and there were moments where it wasn't the case, but um, I love the confidence that she's kind of exuding now on her social medias. And if it means that there's some Photoshopping on some pictures, I'm happy to take it. You know, I mean, she looked incredible in the unedited photos as well at the MTV awards, the after party stuff. She looked amazing so i know i it's weird that she chooses to use so much face tuning on her instagram because i think she looks great in person you know yeah the 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 i saw one of the after party pics i mean the video and whatnot she looked amazing i was like doesn't need to use a face tuner you know no she doesn't yeah i think the kid there's a picture i think with kid cuddy actually the un un unedited version she looks even better than the edited version i thought she looked Mm -hmm. great because it was like Mm -hmm. the madonna that you know, we know and we love. So yeah, I, I, um, I, I definitely think that, yeah, I think, you know, I think the whole nostalgia thing is great, but, um, you know, it's nostalgic. It's there for a reason. And I'm so grateful. We've got someone who is wearing the most current designers who's trying to work with some of the most current producers. They're still trying to piss people off. Like if, mm-hmm. if she had lost all of that and I, 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 you know, yes, confessions, Ray Light Madonna, she was exquisite. She was married. She was wholesome and she was more, um, palatable for a lot of people, but, I would have feared that she probably would have gone down the opposite direction and become a complete boring mess. Um, right. Had she kind of ventured down that route and, you know, people would have then, oh, we really miss that kind of more juvenile or more fun, playful Madonna. And, and, and now we kind of get a taste of a bit of both. That's what I quite liked about Mad MX. We've got the artist and we got, we got, uh, we got the, the more um, carefree Madonna. Exactly. If we, if, I mean, people are vilifying her for wearing the outfit that she showed up at the VMAs for. But it's like, if she was dressing like Stevie Nicks all the time, we'd be bored and over her and be like, ah, I'm tired of Madonna. Yeah, no, I think I think it's... Um, I mean, and I love I, Stevie Nicks, don't get me wrong, but it's... Love Stevie, they're, love you, Stevie. They're very, they're very, very different in, in, <laughs> they are. as artists. They are, they are you know. I, I don't know if I'd love it if she'd aged like Annie Lennox. I love Annie and I love, you know, what Annie's done with her career. She's incredible, yes. but... You know, and, and, and it's very much on brand for Annie to have aged in the way that she has. I think she's amazing. But I that's not Madonna. That would never have been Madonna. They're very different artists. So um, just, just got to buckle up and enjoy the ride. Otherwise, you know. Exactly. It's like, it's sort of like being a Madonna fan is like when you get on a roller coaster in an amusement park and you've yeah. seen the ride yeah. from afar. 
But it's very different when you're going up that hill and you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, we're going to go down yeah. this hill and there's we cannot get off the car. You know, like, there's nothing you can yeah. do. Um, that's sort of like, yeah, absolutely. Fan. you know, like you sign up. Sorry, kids. That's what's going to happen. I mean, happen. yeah, I've got, I've got a good friend out there, you know, before. I mean, I love Mad MX, but, you know, there was that at that point in that era when Future had just come out and Crazy mm. had just come out and loved Amedagine. Hadn't, Crave hadn't really grown on me and Future, I still don't really love to this day. And I was ready to write it off. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. What is this? I'm done. And then thankfully, like, you know, as the era evolved and the album came out, it was like, oh, sigh of relief. Okay, this is, yeah. this is excellent stuff. We've got some good stuff to work with, so. Um, so also this week we learned a little bit about uh, the fact that Madonna is going to be the most photographed women woman in the world uh, on the cover of V Magazine coming out so on November 1st. And apparently she's doing an homage to Marilyn Monroe. Um, there's like apparent uh, people were posting stuff. That it's about like, the Marilyn Monroe death scene. Um, mm -hmm. There's, I think there's like a photo shoot that Marilyn Monroe did. And then also a bit of a nod to like the room that Marilyn Monroe's body was found in or whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. Have you seen pictures from, I from have. like the teases from that? The teases looked incredible. The face, the face on image where she's just looking at the camera and she's got someone working on her makeup, I think is exquisite. That is again, album cover material. Like, Give us another celebration or, you know, greatest hits. That is the album cover, please. Like, that is perfect. Yeah, it was um, very sort of bad girl video look, you know, or like the single cover for bad girl. Yes, absolutely. Yes, very, very that energy. Um, the, the the photo of her lying down with the crucifix on her back, like the, mm -hmm. uh, the Marilyn image, I thought was very, very cool. And it could be quite powerful when it comes out if it does take a nod to um, to kind of to Marilyn and that kind of time of her life. Um, but... Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think it looks it looks really, really racy. Could be really cool. Um, I love that she's kind of nodding again to Marilyn. I think you know. I think I think there's. You can tell whenever she goes into a bit of damage control with her career, right? She's kind of had the last ten years where she's kind of felt a little out of control. I think with with her image, and now all of a sudden, she's like I said before, she's playing game a little bit, and she's now okay. I I know I now know what I need to do to be in a place where. I can really take advantage of this potential biopic. I can take advantage of, you know, the 40th anniversary. What have I got to do to get into people's good graces? You know, after American Life, she kind of gave us reinvention. After Erotica, she gave us bedtimes. But after Hard Candy MDNA, she didn't really give us enough to soften her image up and to really kind of warm up to her again. And I think this is her doing that all over again. It's, it's mm -hmm. It might be a bit of a renaissance in a sense. It might be that we're starting to see people hopefully – you know, turn into her favor again. I would love to see that before, you know, she kind of does end her career. It's not going to be maybe confessions big, but you know, you know, you don't get people rolling their eyes whenever you say that you really like Madonna, you get people like, ah, cool. <laughs> yeah. I saw her. Yeah. She's looking great these days. Yeah. She's looking fab. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering uh, if you had the opportunity to dress Madonna, what types of looks would you be putting her in? I mean, I love um, Androgynous <laughs> Androgynous Madonna. I love Madonna in a suit. I think I love it when she plays, when she leaves the image behind and goes full-fledged artist and just gives us something that is completely um, androgynous. I love I love um, Richard Quinn. So he's his latest fashion. Again, great thing that we're speaking today because his fashion show in London premiered yesterday. And it's just that perfect mixture of feminine and subversive, quite like mm. Madame X, but even more colourful and a bit crazier on top and, and quite over the top. 
Um, I know every um, designer now is is wearing. Sorry, every artist. Sorry, every famous person is now wearing um, Tom Brown. But I loved you know stuff, especially back in the day, that real cinched um, suiting. You know, real kind of cropped, quirky shapes. These runway pieces are you know next level. They're 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 really sort of very theatrical. And I would have loved to have seen her in more of his stuff. I don't think she's ever really worn much of his stuff. Um, I would I would dress her into that. But you know, anytime you can get Madonna in a suit. Um, I, I grew up, you know, with the erotica here. I, my first mm-hmm. memory of her was Bye Bye Baby at the MTV Movie Awards, uh, Music Awards, sorry, um, back when was it, 1992. That was my first memory of her with the gold, the silver tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I think she, of any woman, can really pull off her suit so, so bloody well. And um, I would be dressing her up more in that kind of oversized tailoring, just really kind of pushing those kinds of um, – boundaries with 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 gender norms and and kind of really bringing her into that kind of spectrum because i think i i i think of anyone she's probably one of the few artists that can pull it off you know there's you look at like brianna who can do that you know there there are very few people that kind of sit in that in that world where you know they wear the clothes not the clothes wear them right Um, where like i think some artists might wear a suit and it looks like a costume on them exactly exactly whereas madonna wears a suit and it looks like she's wearing a suit she looks like she's wearing a suit. I think she just holds it so, so wonderfully and so well. And um, I'd be playing in that kind of room because I've got a bit of a tailoring background. I've done a lot of um, men's suiting mostly, but I, I love a suit. I think it's it's absolutely it's a sign of um, when it's well fitted. It's there's almost nothing better fashion wise. So mm-hmm. um, seeing her in a lot more of that, I would I would love. But I you know I, I think what she's wearing at the moment. There's a lot of I mean there's a lot of latex. Like I said, there's lots of lingerie. I think that's that's a really fun world that she's kind of dabbling into. She's just feeling her oats, so to speak. Um, I quite like what we got with Madame X with the you know the big prairie sleeves, the over the top mm-hmm. kind of um, shapes, which I think were amazing. The photo shoot where she's bent over with her arms strapped behind her um, back, you know, not even facing the camera, I think is one of the most iconic images from that era. I think that's really really. Well, I was really disappointed cool. we didn't get that in a video. Yeah, me too. Me too. The the whole like covering her crotch with all those wonderful trinkets all, all over her fingers, like I I love that. That that campaign for me actually inspired um a collection that I worked on about a year ago now that actually got me into the job that I'm in that I'm in now. So it nice. was um, through Miss Madame X that I've um been able to kind of get that. But I I just I love the colors. Dear well. Madonna, thanks for inspiring me. I got a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on my typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I guess that's that'll be the kind of the, the the area that I'd play with if I was if I had the luxury of styling her. Now, is there a specific album era that you think was had the most successful fashion for her? You know, I mean, other than like Madame X or like, was mm. there one that you thought was more successful than the others or least successful than others? I think um, Rayolite. It was a complete reset. That 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 was meant to be a full career reset, and you look at the not only the music but the the visuals, the the intelligence and the simplicity of playing with darkness and light. You know, you look at her frozen um, her frozen look, and then you look at Ray of Light. You know, they are two ends of a spectrum of light mm-hmm. and darkness, and and you know, such a simple idea yet executed so beautifully and so well on um, to really kind of convey what she was um, wanting to sing about on that on that mm-hmm. recording. And I think it really signified her as an artist as well like she wasn't around she wasn't you know there to not play ball anymore she was really 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 making a statement with that record and i think the harmony of everything kind of married together perfectly yeah um so that for me was probably what worked really well i think another era was confessions it was so simple 
mm-hmm. leotard, a pink freaking leotard, and everyone knew that that was a Madonna thing through that, you know, 95, 96 era. Madonna, the leotard, you know, those they, that classic chunky kind of heel, all the Gucci and Tom, Tom Ford Gucci she was wearing, you know, those beautiful jackets and those simple 70s skirts and her Farrah Fawcett hairstyle. It was simple, but it worked, you know? She I was of... surprised to learn how much homage she was doing in the Confessions era. Like, yes. Because of, thanks, again, thanks to, I think, Madonna outfits. Like, if you follow that account on Instagram, uh, they'll share, like, some of the the inspiration or, like, give credit to, like, who mm-hmm. was designed the outfit. Mm-hmm. And I think they had spotlighted a bit about her Confessions era. And she's literally almost copying exactly some stuff that ABBA wore or some stuff that like um uh, I think in Saturday Night Fever like yes such specific references that she is it's not again it's not exact but it's so close very close I think she's very intelligent where she gets her references from that's one thing it's I think she's incredibly intelligent where she takes her references they're not very obvious Mm-hmm. Um, and she picks and chooses and cherry picks, but she does it in a way that it's always going to be Madonna. Um, but I think the set, that era, um, it always makes me cringe when people say, you know, she's, oh, she was going back to her roots in the 80s. No, she was going beyond that. She was celebrating the 70s, you know, mm-hmm. and she, 80s music never sounded like Future Lovers. It never sounded like um, Isaac. It never sounded like hung up. Um, it yeah. was 80s pop music. And, and what she gave us on Confessions was so incredible. Um, so I think stylistically that really kind of just, it just, was beautiful just again a lovely harmony where just all the stars kind of collided beautifully i think i mean of course you know i think i love you know i guess the the kind of controversial imagery on on erotica i think was beautiful i've got a copy uh, one of the original copies of the sex book and i just bring that out every so often and just like drool over that that is just so i mean not not in that not in that sense just over the artistry you know like i think it's incredible that she's able to go there the image with naomi campbell i i I, like just so ferocious like who would have the balls (laughs) to do that today no one. Well, nobody's doing that. One. Yeah. And no, no I don't think anyone's done something like that. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit, you know, I think other eras have worked less uh, less as well. I think I think MDNA is incredibly underrated for um uh, the, the fashion. Mm-hmm. I love, I wish she took that kind of 50s vixen even further, like what we got on tour. I wish that was the actual lead for the campaign mm-hmm. um, rather than the Egyptian kind of semi-American give me all your love and cheerleader girl gone wild bad london tacky gay bar kind of video that she kind of gave us with that i just wish she gave us you know like beautiful killer as a lead single gangbang is uh, a controversial video and that full-on vixen style would have been absolutely amazing i mm-hmm. i think she would have captured it so perfectly on tour i thought that tour was insane um i think i think that was a lot better but in some of the looks and some of the campaign stuff and the album covers i mean the album cover was great but the the, the booklet was quite eh yeah. Um, and then you, and then you get like sticky and sweet. So again, hard candy, I thought, I thought I look back at hard candy and I think I wish she again played the, the idea of the boxer thing because the, um, sticky and sweet booklet is one of the best booklets that I've ever seen on it. It's so I love good. That. The tour, the tour book. Where were the fucks given on for the album cover? I know she tried to do the black Madonna thing and it kind of didn't work and all the budget was spent elsewhere. And then they kind of had to rush and then do the kind of the candy wrapper kind of album that we got. But that whole boxer theme, I think, could have been really, really played upon a lot more. There were so many outtake pictures, like photo shoots that she did for Hard Candy that yeah. you never saw, like, the official light of day. Like, I mean, fans no. have found them and published them. And I thought some of the yeah. styling was really interesting and fascinating. 
I thought it was, you know, I think it was, I think with um, Sticky and Sweet, I think at the time I kind of mocked her like overlarged, oversized boxer shorts. But when you look at the, um, what came 10 years later with street style and the, over the, the, you know, the tracksuit, the black tracksuit pants, the oversized mm-hmm. hoodies, she was kind of like playing a little bit on that, either intentionally or not intentionally um, in that era. And, and, and I look back on that tour now and it's almost as though it's incredibly timeless because she's wearing just the, the simplicity of it all looks fantastic. And it's, you know, the, the, the tour isn't, that isn't a look tour about looks. That's more of a tour about energy. Yeah. Um, that whole like idea of something, you know, this upbeat kind of party where she's gone on this um, stadium tour and is, you know, going well, also, crazy. look how fit I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, you know, like Madonna's, no Madonna's really fit in that tour. You know, I watched that again. I'm like, insane. wow, I really sold this tour short when I saw it in person. Like, I was so, I'm like, eh. and then like the set list, I was like, I wasn't crazy about the album at the time. And now I'm like, yeah. I'll watch the, I'll watch the tour video. And I'm like, wow, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, look at the athleticism on Give It To Me, you know, after two and a half hours and what she just, no one quite no one quite dances like she does and that athleticism is absolutely mental like that kind of on the floor choreography as she's mm-hmm. doing that gets stupid bit and I think that's I think it's amazing but I do really quite like um now that I look back on that I think I'm warming up to the hard candy era a lot more than I was once upon a time um mm-hmm. of course what do you think about her early 80s fashion you don't seem to mention that ever no because I think her early 80s stuff for me is when um you know I mean I I love it to me it's almost like it's like this part of her career and this part of her time that's very much like it's the Madonna, it's the eighties Madonna. It's you know, it's it's almost like another artist for me, you know, because I those first three albums were wonderful pop records and the videos were amazing, you know, like Open Your Heart is probably one of my all time favorite pop songs, along along with the um the video. I think they're incredible. They were they were great, but they look very eighties, even though mm-hmm. I, I wasn't around for that. You know, I wasn't around for the impact that that had. Um, but I can look back on that era. For me, it's everything from 1990 or 1989 with like, like a version onwards that has really kind of impacted me in my childhood and then me as a designer growing up. But, um, you know, I, I think they're, they're fantastic. I love that early tomboy kind of image again, you know, the oversized waistcoat, baggy trousers, and then you kind of see her starting to grow into the star as well. You look at Lucky Star, the budget's a little bit more right. borderline. You know, is, is it Lucky Star or borderline? There's one of the videos where she's, you know, she's, you know, she's, you can tell there's money being invested in. Borderline, definitely borderline. had much more money. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's the one. Because Lucky Star, she's, is she like rolling around on the road? Well, Lucky, yeah, Lucky Star is just like studio shoot one outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, and then, you know, and then, and then of course, you know, like a virgin, you know, like that's where she became this, the, the, the bonafide pop star we know it today. But that for me, if those, those looks through that era, to me, feel quite costumey. Um, mm. the Marilyn Monroe, um, the wedding dress and like a virgin. Sure. Um, I quite love, love, love the, um, into the group video though, that, that look through that is, you know, that's quintessential ladies in the genre. It is, it is, it is wonderful. It is, it is really cool. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, it was just so interesting. I think her legacy is, you know, is you know, using fashion. I think as she's the first artist to really use it in a in a, such a device. Well, to continuously use it in a device. I mean, fashion and musicians have been, you know, synonymous since the beginning of time. But um, she's constantly kind of used fashion to reinvent herself and her image. And you know, it was only until Gaga in two thousand and nine um, that artists and well, fashion designers were gifting artists um, luxury garments before then no one except for madonna was being gifted stuff she was the only one yeah Uh, i think i read in a magazine article one time that she said if you're my friend and you're at my house at the right time of the month you can have a you can pick out like 
whatever outfit you want from a designer's fall collection because they just literally people just send her everything from their collections and she can wear whatever she wants which is why i think she's bringing out all those vintage pieces like i was looking at um uh oh my god i'm really bad with names um but she's like you know the last year i've noticed there's like oh this is from this is from fall 2003 this is from, you know, that would have been the height of, you know, her kind of second career, um, you know, where she would probably be gifted everything under the sun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like this is from 1998. And she just casually pulls that out underneath, you know, a, 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 a jacket of, or, or whatever she's, you know, wearing at the moment. I, I love that. I love that she's kind of um, starting to reference herself and other artists. I think that's, I think that's uh, incredible. She's an artist artist. So it's really great to see her, to see her do that. Well, I think it might be time for... Tony's favorite part of the podcast. What do you think, Michael? <laughs> Let's do it. I am I'm ready. Let's give Michael a very happy MLVC lightning round. So Michael, as you know, you listen to the podcast. The lightning round is meant to just be off the top of your head wherever you're at in your Madonna journey today. So don't okay. don't overthink it too much. No, favorite always... Madonna song. Hanky Panky. Oh, that's literally. I think you're the first person to ever say that song. On I hated that song for the first like (laughs) last ten years, and in the last year, it's just I I can't get enough of it. That 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 in the um, uh, I'm breathless album. I think are actually incredible, but paid Mm. no mind or no attention until very very recently. My bottom hurts just thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite Madonna music video. Uh, um, quick quick. Yeah, justify my love. Mm, yeah, come on. It's generic, yeah. but it's like if you were to send that video to a space to an alien race, that that's Madonna. They probably their the oversized alien head would probably explode. Favorite Madonna tour? Uh, shit. I'm gonna go Drowned World because I think it's just something out of this world. Mm, I, I would agree. I I rather like Drowned World tour. It's just it's again when she puts her artistry over the image and the prettiness, she excels and just becomes beautiful i think and incredible as an artist so. well actually so we're gonna pause lightning round for just a second mm. fashion on drown world tour what are your thoughts on that amazing i wish she wasn't married to guy Ritchie at the time because then she wouldn't have worn those fugly ass jeans underneath the freaking um <laughs> scottish kilts you don't uh, think that works I, you don't you didn't I like think, that? i think it does i think it does now i look back on it now with those that 80s kind of like uh, the 2000s kind of low-rise waist slight flare on the bottom it totally works. It's very mm-hmm. cool, especially with the hentai anime kind of backdrop, but then the crazy frozen stuff. That kind of whole segment is exquisite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think the fashion on tours, especially in recent years, is probably um, over 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 like outshone um, what she's given us through the promotional or video campaigns. Um, until again with Madame X, where it just kind of all belongs together it visually mm-hmm. belongs together it's not like it's something that she's had a last minute thought on or kind of wanted to redo this completely this has all been our full story from start to finish whereas i think you know i think a lot of the tours have really just brought the music to life especially with a lot of the outfits yeah uh favorite madonna movie oh i don't have one i don't watch one. Oh, stop it you have to have a favorite madonna movie a league of their own there you go see that wasn't mm. hard i remember you don't like Truth or Dare? I don't consider it a movie. It's a documentary. It's a movie. It's where I learned to <clears throat> swallow a bottle. Oh, well, <laughs> hey. I, dear Madonna, thanks for helping me learn how to give head. Love, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On my typewriter. 
favorite Madonna look? And this can be from a music video, a tour program. Uh... Um, I'm going to say, I only just rediscovered this the other day, the 1998 VH1 Fashion Awards, where she's in that gorgeous yellow gown by um, Olivier Thaxton. Thaxton? I'm going to butcher that totally, but he's she's actually been a big reason why he's now an internationally famous designer. That was amazing. The black hair, the all the kind of the oversized kind of accessories through the mm -hmm. neck, the kind of witch vibe, but she kind of gave it another spin again where she kind of went for this beautifully like yellow color, which should look good on no one, but it looks exquisite on her. Yeah, that was a, it's a striking look for her. I'm not a big fan of like canary yellow type like like I would mm. never wear a yellow like that because no. I would probably look jaundiced as hell but yeah uh, she carries it off somehow I don't know how she made that work she really does I love I love you know anything any anytime Madonna has black or dark hair is an absolute win I think that's pretty wild um, well my so, so my favorite Madonna look every look my favorite Madonna look goth Donna what what do you do you like goth Donna goth Donna I love Goth Donna. I think it's, again, there was only one that I actually properly discovered when you guys spoke about it enough. I was like, I actually had to Google it. And I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> She's got so many looks that you just don't, that you forget about. I mean, my, my, one of my all-time favorites as well is the fever look with the Jean-Paul Gaultier with the fringing on the arms. Like, mm -hmm. that is just, it's only for a split second or two in that video and she just opens up her arms and you're just like, holy shit, that is such a beautiful shot. And then you just never see it again. She doesn't bring it up in the video after the second the second yeah. chorus, and it's, and it's done. Yeah, it's funny how she does stuff like that. Like I think I'd seen Katy Perry in concert, and like Katy Perry will trot out looks that she wears in videos to be like, "Look, it's the outfit from my video." Yeah, and like, Madonna does not. You know, like Madonna will put an outfit in. Maybe "Don't Tell Me" is probably the closest we've ever gotten to like her yeah. trotting out a similar look in. In a, from a video in concert. Totally. But I mean, it's a cowboy hat and jeans. And which she pioneered in the early 2000s. That was her again, you know, doing that. That video and that album era was, you know, there was one point in her career where everything she did, the fashion catwalks, then copied her. That was the power of her for a good 10, 15 years of her career. It was mm -hmm. insane. Um, I miss that. I do miss that. I'd love, I'd love another era where we could kind of have that again. I don't think we will, but, you know, that cowboy thing is coming back again. So she's going to start self-referencing herself. Time yeah, to who knows? Maybe in the but... greatest hits tour that we hopefully get in 2023. You never know. <laughs> no, we're getting a new album. Don't jinx it. Mm, really? You think we are? Not at all. <laughs> By 2023, I hope there's at least talks of a new album. 2023, I'm assuming it'll be at least a single for the biopic, followed mm. by a greatest hits tour. I'm hoping we get a little bit more than just one song. Mm. I listen, I think if the biopic is a home run, um, both in commercial success and quality, I think, she, if she, I mean, if she's savvy enough, she's probably been working on some music quite loosely for like the last year or so. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and then that okay, cool. Like now's the now's the time to strike again. Let's let's hit mm. while it's hot. If if that's the case, if it's another kind of movie endeavor that isn't as successful, then I can probably imagine it. Maybe followed up with the greatest hits package, and then they're done. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. I um, I'm glad we were able to finally get you on the show. I we 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 had a little snippet of you in our erotica tribute episode back in season two, uh, but I've always wanted to bring you on the show for a proper chat. So I'm glad we were able to actually do this. I'm so thankful. Thank you. For, thank you for having me, and thank you for like I know this time last year I was actually discovering your podcast for the first time, and it got me through 
a crazy London lockdown, three or four or five or whatever it was. And, you know, catching up on all the episodes has been, was the most amazing thing. It was just so great to switch you guys on and just Madonna out for a little bit. Yeah, so you powered it. through. I mean, God bless you. You just, you're like binging the show and I'm just like, oh, he's a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a completist. <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you on social. Um, like you said, my Instagram isn't really like that fashion. Um, it's not, it doesn't document a lot of my fashion stuff, but michael.politakis um, on Instagram. Um, where else? Not really anywhere else at this stage. I, um, yeah, Instagram's, Instagram's the main one for now. Okay. Uh, we'll tag you in the, we'll tag you in some posts. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure people know where to find you. Ah, thank you. And everyone listening, you as you should know by now, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MLVC Podcast. Uh, you can also donate to the podcast on Venmo at MLVC Podcast. We also have a Patreon page set up, patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. Uh, we are going to be doing a special patron-only live show next month in honor of the Madam X premiere on Paramount+. Plus. So make sure you subscribe so you can participate in that. We're going to take some calls and we're going to watch the show and talk about Madam X. It'll be like a sports event, only Madonna. Michael, thanks again. How will you be watching the Madam X tour on Paramount+. Plus? I'll be, I think I'll be streaming with a couple of friends um, from back at home. We'll have a bit of a have a bit of a wine and um and get my streaming on i can't bloody wait it looks so so colorful and so wonderful it should be great uh, hopefully not over edited yeah. <laughs> i can't wait to hear what you think about it yeah yeah I'll, I'll, you'll definitely know my thoughts all right michael have a good one you too mate thanks for that thanks again well think i am brain inside my only friend hope it gives me birth each new that don't bite on smoke it's true <laughs> You're not going to be able to do this, use this for anything. It's my costume. Stop filming me!